Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, and welcome into week nine of the Injury Report. Lee here with the IDP show. Hope you all had a great week and you're excited for another week of football. We've got some good matchups, and within those matchups, we've got some key injuries and designations to talk about, so let's get started now. A couple of key injuries from Thursday night's game both happened on the New York Jets' side. Safety Marcus May ended up with a torn Achilles, meaning he'll be out for the rest of the season and could potentially miss the first part of next season as well. The other side of the ball, quarterback Mike White suffered a forearm injury that kept him out of the game and allowed Josh Johnson to come in and go over 300 yards for three touchdowns in the loss to Indianapolis. Both Zach Wilson and Mike White are expected to practice on Monday, meaning they both could potentially start Week 10 for the Jets, so we'll see how that quarterback battle turns out. Looking at players on IR this week, we'll start on offense. The big one running back Derrick Henry for the Tennessee Titans. He got put on IR with a foot injury, which is a Jones fracture. That refers to a break between the base and the shaft of the fifth metatarsal bone of the foot. The fifth metatarsal is the long bone on the outside of the foot that connects the smallest toe, which is your pinky toe. He was originally given a timeline of 6 to 10 weeks, but it's likely he'll be held out longer than that. So basically, just consider his fantasy year over with. Wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, Devontae Parker, on IR with that hamstring injury that's been plaguing him all year. Adams' pink-haired baby, Dante Pettis, wide receiver for the Giants, found himself on IR with a shoulder injury. Tight end Robert Tanyan for the Green Bay Packers tore his ACL, and he is also on IR along with Miles Sanders running back for the Philadelphia Eagles on IR with the ankle injury. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, a couple players put on IR with a torn peck. Minnesota Vikings DN Daniil Hunter and Sebastian Joseph Day, DT from the Los Angeles Rams, both will miss the rest of the season with a torn peck. We'll move over to players who were ruled out on offense. We'll start off with Calvin Ridley, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver. He put on Twitter he was dealing with some mental issues, and that is absolutely nothing to take lightly. This is a very real situation that I think a lot of people need to pay more attention to. So my best wishes and best of luck go out to Calvin Ridley for whatever he's dealing with. We hope he's able to come back soon. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers for the <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. I don't know what's going on with Homie. Um, all I know is he's going to be out this week. I don't know if his immunization treatments kind of made his brain go a little little kooky um start listening to a little bit more joe rogan podcasts than he should maybe stolen a couple more catalytic converters than he needed to the fumes kind of got in his brain a little bit who knows but uh a rod is going to be out this week along with uh noah fant tight end for the denver broncos he also found himself on the covid list missing this week sterling shepherd wide receiver for the new york giants is going to be out this week after he Left last game with a quad strain. They have a bye next week, and we could potentially see his return in week 11, although that is questionable. So if you have Sterling Shepard, be sure to keep an eye on his week 11 availability. And lastly, Saquon Barkley running back for the Giants out with a little ankle slash COVID combo. He could have possibly came back this week, likely looking um, at week 11 there after the bye next week. So... A possible return coming real soon for Saquon Barkley. Over on the defensive side of the ball, the biggest name to note as out this week is linebacker for the Texans, Christian Kirksey with a thumb injury. who has been in that big club cast he's got going on. 
However, he was just reported as being put on IR, so Christian Kirksey will miss the next three weeks with the thumb injury. Checking out our doubtfuls, who you can pretty much just expect to be without. Running back for the Baltimore Ravens, Latavius Murray, doubtful with an ankle injury. And although he's on bye this week, Montez Sweat, defensive end for the Washington football team, suffered a jaw fracture. So he's going to miss a couple weeks, that's likely. So I just wanted to make you guys aware of that for whoever has Montez Sweat now. He has a jaw fracture and has the potential to miss a couple of weeks. Now we get into the fun stuff, looking at our questionable designations for week nine. On the offensive side of the ball, we'll start off with DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Questionable with a hamstring. He left last game but came back in. He didn't practice all week this week, and it's likely looking at not playing this week. That's my guess based on reports and what we've seen for hamstring injuries this year. It's best to not push your top wide out, and while we all know that D-Hop is tough, it's not worth pushing yourself in this game and risking further injury a la Devontae Parker. So my gut tells me to look to be without DeAndre Hopkins for week nine. And if he does play, the volatility is too high for me to feel comfortable playing him. Although I'm not going to fault you for not wanting to sit DeAndre Hopkins. His quarterback, Kyler Murray for the Cardinals, questionable with an ankle injury. And this was not a pure high ankle sprain, meaning his foot was not completely planted when he rolled it, which is a good thing. With the 10 days of rest here, I think he'll play even not being able to practice at all this week, but I don't expect the full Murray mobility that I'm used to. So I expect Kyler Murray to play. However, do be cautious. It's not likely he's going to go full Murray mode and get you 30 to 40 points. That mobility is going to be a little bit lower. And especially since I'm expecting D-Hop to not play, he's going to be without DeAndre Hopkins, going to be without A.J. Green. So we do expect a little bit of a more mild week for Kyler Murray. A couple of Dallas Cowboys wide receivers questionable for this week, Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. For Amari Cooper, it's the same hamstring issue that he's been dealing with since week four when he injured it versus the Panthers, and it doesn't seem to be slowing him down. CeeDee Lamb questionable with an ankle injury that he rolled in practice on Wednesday. I expect both Cooper and CeeDee Lamb to be available for Sunday's game against the Broncos. Running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, James Robinson, questionable with a foot-slash-heel issue. Things are looking good for Robinson, who's been day-to-day -day following a heel injury that forced him out of last week's game. He's practiced in a limited fashion, and he's been seen running routes and catching passes out of the backfield. Reports have said he could potentially have been a full participant. Still going to be a game-time decision, but I think things are looking good for James Robinson this week. The workload may not be complete, but I believe he'll play and be effective Week 9 for the Jaguars. Wide receiver A.J. Brown for the Tennessee Titans questionable with a new injury, a knee injury that popped up on Friday after he was full in practice on Wednesday and Thursday. This one is interesting because it's a new injury that's kept him out of practice two days before he plays in Sunday night football, so an 8.20 p.m. game Eastern time. Not a lot of reports out about what happened and how serious, so there isn't a lot for me to go off of. More reports should come out Saturday night or early Sunday morning, so I suggest keeping an eye out on the status of A.J. Brown as there isn't enough information for me to give you a confident opinion. Running back Elijah Mitchell, San Francisco 49ers, questionable with the rib injury. These types of injuries, as we know, are more pain tolerance than a lot of things. Eli Mitchell has gotten a ton of touches recently, so as you would expect, he's probably a little beaten up. 
He missed practice on Wednesday, but was limited Thursday and Friday. So I do expect maybe a rib block, maybe some padding, and for him to suit up Sunday for an NFC West matchup against the Cardinals. Another San Francisco 49er, Debo Samuel, wide receiver, questionable with a calf injury. Kingsbury has been quoted saying this issue is worse than last week, in which he went six receptions for 171 yards. Following the same schedule as Mitchell this week, Debo went did not practice, limited, limited in his practices this week. And looking at last week, he did end up as a DNP limited and then full. So the only thing changing there from last week is that he was limited this week as opposed to being full on Friday last week. The extra caution for Debo this week could be what he needs. He's trending in the right direction to play, but do keep an eye on his status before game time. I give him a good chance to play, and if he does, you can feel confident tossing him out there as an expected wide receiver one. Robert Woods for the Los Angeles Rams is questionable with a foot injury that caused him to miss Wednesday and Thursday, although he did come back limited on Friday. There's nothing coming out of the Rams camp that suggests Woods will miss week nine against the Titans. So unless something comes out beforehand, I do expect Robert Woods to be available for week nine. Another wide receiver, Kenny Galladay for the Giants, questionable with a knee injury. There's been a lot of positive news coming out of the Giants regarding Galladay's status for week nine, which indicates there is a good chance he plays this week after returning to practice on Thursday. Wide receiver Sammy Watkins for the Baltimore Ravens, questionable with a hamstring injury. Seems to be on track to play this week after not playing since week six. My confidence in him is going to continue to be low until he comes in and shows out, so I suggest holding off on him regardless if he plays. Give him the week, see how he does, because the hamstring of Sammy Watkins is always going to be volatile. Another Baltimore wide receiver, Rashad Bateman, questionable with a groin injury, but he does look good to go this week, and I like him a lot as a sleeper play, actually, or as a deep flex option this week. I think he's going to be very good this week. Wide receiver Cole Beasley for the Buffalo Bills, questionable with a rib injury. We know it's more about pain here. If he gets some injections and padding, he looks to be available as a decent flex option for week nine. Wide receiver Darnell Mooney for the Chicago Bears, questionable with a groin injury. It's the same groin injury that's kept him on the injury report the whole time. He popped up on the injury report midweek, but was still limited. Mooney is no stranger to the injury report, as we know, and there's nothing to suggest he's in danger of missing this week. Wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Cleveland Browns, questionable with another groin injury. He's limited all week, so his chances are good for a bigger role now that OBJ is out of Cleveland. Lastly, on offense, quarterback Tua Tungavailoa for the Miami Dolphins, questionable with a finger injury. It's more swelling on his throwing hand. However, the team does expect for Tua to play through. Questionables on the defensive side of the ball. We'll start off with safety for the Bills, Jordan Poyer. Questionable with a shoulder injury. This one is going to be fun to decide. He's only missed one game during his time in Buffalo, meaning he's one tough dude. However, he's got the Jags this week, which is likely not going to be much of a matchup. There's a chance he misses this week strictly because of rest, so watch out for that. Head coach Sean McDermott has said he's hopeful Jordan Poyer plays this week. But again, do watch out for the blind side inactive as he could get a rest week this week. Linebacker Khalil Mack for the Chicago Bears, questionable with a foot injury. He missed Thursday and Friday with a foot injury. And with this game being on Monday, paired with him missing last week, I wouldn't want to take the chance trying to bet on him playing on a Monday night. I would pivot and find a replacement for Khalil Mack this week. 
Defensive end Jadavian Clowney for the Cleveland Browns, questionable with the good old ankle-hip-knee combo. Looking to take the same route to playing this week as last week. After missing Wednesday and Thursday's practices, he was limited on Friday. It seems to be the norm now for Clowney, so I expect the same this week if you need him. Look for Clowney to be available for Week 9. Newly acquired Rams edge slash linebacker Von Miller, questionable with an ankle injury. He was limited Thursday and Friday, so he could see limited snaps on Sunday for his LA debut. I would hold off on him until we see what he looks like in his first game for the Rams there. Linebacker for the Miami Dolphins, Jerome Baker, is questionable with a knee injury. After faking me out last week and deciding he didn't want to play, he's logged in a full slate of limited practices, which means he is trending in the right direction to play week nine. I think Jerome Baker is going to play this week. However, I thought that last week and my guy pulled a fast one on me and didn't play. However, like we talked about, given the full slate of limited practices this week, I do expect Jerome Baker to be available for week nine. That's it as far as questionable designations go. That's it for all of the designations. We're going to get into a little bit of the good news for this week. George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey are expected to both play in week nine after spending some fun time on the IR. And this coming in this morning, Tyrod Taylor is expected to get the start for the Houston Texans for week nine after also spending some time on IR. That's all I've got for you this week. I hope this information helps you go out and blow all of your week nine matchups away. If you haven't already, be sure to go follow at IDP show underscore injury for all the relevant injury news. And while you're at it, go follow the guys over at the IDP show to stay up to date on all your IDP needs. Make sure to also subscribe to the IDP show at www.theidpshow.com. And we'll periodically hit you with some great information regarding everything IDP in your email box. That's where you'll also find the greatest injury podcast ever out there, a.k.a. The Injury Report. Thank you all for listening this week. Good luck on your matchups, and I'll catch you all in week 10.